What's going on, y'all? Back at it again. Play-in slash playoff basketball, real hoops. Let's get into it. You see how, uh, you know, Cam, I'm finally feeling like I'm having my Stevie Day moment and not from a standpoint of, uh, <clears throat> not from a standpoint of clout. I'm a nobody from Broward. Miami Heat are, we lost to the Hawks, bro. The Hawks, bro. First off, Bam, I need to talk to you right quick. At no point in time should Clint Capella outplay you. At no point in time should Okongwu look like he's dominating the game. You look disinterested and disengaged. Now, some guys, they got to get their touches to get you know involved and situated and get on the other side of the, of the game. There's, there should be no reason... Why a dysfunctional Atlanta Hawk team, us being ran the way we're ran, us having been in the Eastern Conference playoff with essentially the same team to lose a playing game to, to, to Atlanta. Why? Do we make the eight seed? You know, you, you know my, my, my answer is, who cares? We're playing a losing brand of basketball. Let's just say we win. To be swept? We're not getting a game against Milwaukee. I, I just, if we do, it'll be pure luck. They're way out of our league as currently constructed. I want us to, I don't know if I should root for us to lose the game so that the front office can see that this team is not it. I've, I've been... Showing and and, and 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 saying since no I found a tweet from November first to blow up the team. And it's still currently constructed as is. How about we move on to uh a story I like even better? DeMar DeRozan, bro. First off, outside of you being a ball player. I always want to give kudos to fatherhood. Wonderful seeing your daughter there. That being said, she is the real MVP. Boy, that scream. Sounded like she was being chased by Michael Myers. <laughs> uh, they go 18 for 36 from the free throw. You're not going to win any game <clears throat> missing that many free throws. That's the most since 1969. Lakers did it and missed 19. So you mean to tell me this record is 53 years, I'm sorry, 54 years old. And you thought you were going to win? Zach Levine goes nuclear. DeMar DeRozan follows suit with 23. You guys gave away that game. Now, Toronto, don't know where y'all go. Um, you got nice pieces. It's just something isn't clicking. Siakam is an all-NBA player. <clears throat> He pulls up all NBA numbers. It's not translating into winning. Scotty Barnes, I don't know if it's because it's his second year. Um, I'll expect a little bit more from him. OG Ananobi, <clears throat> solid. 
solid player. Um, defensively, he's a wow. He's gifted. Um, I don't know where they go from here. I don't know what's what's missing. Um, usually, uh, it's always a vet. Usually, it's always a champion. Um, but their two best players are champions from that 2019 team in Siakam and Van Vliet. So, um, I don't know. Scotty Barnes, you got to dig in your bag. You're rookie of the year. You got to play better. You got to work on your game, man. You can't be shooting the way you're shooting from three. That's not going to be conducive in today's league. Um, if you don't have, like, <clears throat> a ginormous size, and we're looking at sizable bigs now, they can shoot. You know, you, you look at a at a Giannis, uh, yeah, he's not a good three-point shooter, but he gets to the bucket like no other, um, and he has the will and the want to be great, you know. So I think Scotty Barnes has to take a step up. If not, they're going to have to take a hard look at him. Um, and I don't know where they go from here, man. Um, it's tough. Uh <clears throat> Western Conference, I like those playing games. Them those been fire, you know. Um, Brandon Ingram, <sighs> boy, you big time. Um, I think he was fouled. I think he was fouled. Um, but as you can see with LeBron, with other stars, sometimes calls goes. Sometimes calls get missed. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes calls get missed. And with that being said, it could, you can't let it fluster you. You know what I mean? You can't be up with nine minutes left. You know, if you're a star, you close that game. You have a CJ McCollum who has playoff experience. You have a Valanchunas who has experience. You have an Ingram um, who's a bona fide star and a 25 plus per game score. You got to get that done. <clears throat> An OKC team, um, which is very. They're they're so young they don't know they're good they're, they don't know how good they are they're that young and pretty much naive to how good they really are. You have Shea who's a bona fide superstar. Um, they're gonna have to take a hard look at him whether he's first team or not because he's been losing his mind this entire season playing on both ends of the court. Um, one of the first um, guards slash wings <clears throat> to uh, to have thirty and a still in a block each. Um, joining D-Wade, MJ, and LeBron. That's super high, a super high class to be in. Um, he gets it done on both ends. If you look at his mannerisms, um, when he plays the game, he doesn't look flustered by anything. He doesn't look too big for the moment. Um, I don't know if it's because of his upbringing being from Canada or it's because he was surrounded by, you know, a star early in his career in his Clipper days. And he's, you know what I'm saying, kind of used to the big lights. And, you know, sometimes when you <clears throat> grow up or you're part of a younger nucleus that doesn't really include you, that helps you tremendously out here. Um, OKC, bro, they have a bright future ahead of them. Um, will I see them taking or being a threat to the Nuggets as currently constructed? No. With all that I said about OKC, Jaden Williams, stud. You got Josh Giddy flirting with a triple-double. Alvin's got her number, super stud. Um, and like I just stated, uh, we're going to have to take a hard look at Giddy being first-team 
all NBA because he's that phenomenal. He's been playing phenomenal all season, leading this team to the play-in. They're getting out of here in five. Denver has a two-time MVP. Denver has a Jamal Murray who is healthy and who is a phenomenal playoff performer, as we saw in the bubble. Uh, we have uh, MPJ who's shooting the lights out. We have a Bruce Bowen. We have a Jeff Green. The team is stacked. Um, and they look like they won it. You know what I mean? They had a little bit of a rough time during the end of the season. But I think um, Jokic hears all of the noise and he's going to bring it home in five. I think I just think Shea is so phenomenal that he's going to will you to win games. He's going to give you one of those and get you one of those. Um, but I don't see them winning more than five games. I'll be shocked if it goes anything past six. Um, <clears throat> speaking of the play-in, we did have the little hiccup. Um, with Minnesota, um, Kyle Anderson and uh, Rudy Gobert getting into it on the sideline. Uh, you never want to see that between teammates. We have in the end, um, but it has to come from a strong infrastructure. Like a Miami Heat, um, like a San Antonio, things happen. You spend, you know, ample time with family, even family members get into it. You know what I mean? And, uh, if I'm owners, if I'm the owners, you set a precedence that even a top paid guy on our team is that's unacceptable behavior. You shouldn't put your hands on your teammate as he did. But I do also think that you have to defend yourself. Um, in that case, um, it's going to be a tough contract to get rid of. Um, I, for one, think Rudy Gobert isn't worth what he's worth. No disrespect, but. You're just not him, pal. He's a great rebounder. I put emphasis on great. He's averaging um, over three, uh, 13 rebounds a game. Um, and he's always going to give you a shot-blocking presence. Offensively, he's a complete liability. Um, he seems very clumsy at time around the bucket. Um, catching lobs sometimes seems a little bit difficult for him. Doesn't have a post-game to put to memory. Um, and... Once you get into the playoffs and, you know, guys get to focus in, I've seen it too many times where Goldberg is uh, pretty much the plan of attack. Put him in pick and roll situation, pick and pop situations. And once he gets away from 15 feet from the basket, he's it looks like he's easy pickings out there. Um, I saw it in, in with the Clippers. I saw it with the Nuggets a, few, a couple years back. I think um, <clears throat> his ability not to be as uh, fluent from a perimeter defensive standpoint and him being extremely limited offensively um, is going to make owners think about taking him on a $200 million contract respectively, even though he's a three-time defensive player of the year. Don't know how, but he is. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, and as you can see, Lakers pull one out against the Timberwolves. Um, I that Timberwolves team needs to be reconstructed. If I'm looking at the, if I'm the Minnesota Timberwolves, I'm looking to build around Anthony Edwards, even though he shot pathetic against the Lakers. Um, I think he's the best player on that team, and he has been for about a year now. I think he has the mentality. I think he has some marketability, um, <clears throat> and he's just one of the, another one of those guys who's so young that he doesn't quite understand or get how great he can be. Um, if I'm him, I'm getting. If I'm him, I'm getting rid of Cat. I'm seeing if I can package him 
um, and get another piece. Um, Gobert, I'm seeing if I can, whoever will take him, I'll get rid of him too and build around that. That's basically your, that's basically what I would do at this point at Juncture. Um, don't see them, uh, I don't see him competing. Um, I think OKC gots it. Um, and I think they'll take care of business tomorrow against the Timberwolves. And Shea will show that he's Shea. On to the real world, though. <clears throat> Spencer Dinwiddie versus Kyle Kuzma. Boy, it got spicy. Let's take a look here on where this thing originated here. Because um, <clears throat> I really only caught Spencer Dinwiddie's. Um, I caught Spencer Dinwiddie on FanDuel uh, speaking about Kyle. And I was uh, wondering why it was so um because it, it it was it was off guard these guys are former teammates um and it just seemed so petty <laughs> so <clears throat> there is a three-month-old beef okay um so this is january 25th wow spencer dinwiddie my brother petty wow Spencer Dinwiddie, after Mavs lost to Wizards, for them it's a showcase. They're over there trying to get paid, not trying to play winning basketball. For a team that has real aspirations, that has an MVP, went to the conference finals last year, we have to be better to a man. And Kyle Kuzma goes, funny thing is, they don't play winning basketball. And, hate to break it to you, pal, the Mavericks aren't in the playing. They're, they're at the crib. Anyways, <clears throat> your uh, Brooklyn Nets, yeah, went 11 for 13 after the trade. Still kept y'all in because my heat are pathetic and we couldn't capitalize off of y'all um, plummeting on the stands. But that's neither here nor there. Um, three months later, <clears throat> Spencer Dinwiddie stated that if we look at Kuzma and his priorities and varying... And he's talking about the way that Kuzma is dressing and how he approaches basketball. And he talks about, oh, the Lakers would have kept you if you were a valuable piece. Um, the reason you left is because you can make more money. You know, um, here's the thing. Dinwiddie, you're a professional. I respect your game because you can hoop. I think you were the third best player on the Western Conference final appearing team in the Dallas Mavericks last year outside of Brunson and Luka, of course. That being said, if you were to tell me to choose between Kyle Kuzma and Spencer Dinwiddie, I'm choosing Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is a champion. You can say whatever you want. Oh, he didn't contribute. Oh, he wasn't the, the option. He wasn't the guy. He was... If you go back and watch some film... Kyle Kuzma is playing suffocating defense in the very few minutes that he had in that bubble. <clears throat> he helped win. He helped them win. And just like you helped your Mavericks uh, get to a Western Conference Finals along Luka. I remember that game seven. You was hoping too, brother. I respect your game. That being said, these guys are former teammates on the Washington Wizards, and <clears throat> you're taking a three-month quote Talking about winning basketball, you guys went 11 for 13 after the trade, under 500. Yeah, you're in the playoffs, and he isn't. Do the Mavericks 
still make do the Mavericks make the playoffs with you on it? I I can't say that they will. Um, I think you're you know a better defender in Kyrie. That's it, <laughs> my brother. We gotta and and Kyle Kuzma goes childish, right? He goes to say, um, "Hey, insecurity." He calls you called you dead shitty, which is nuts. Um, and then. He basically goes after you being signed for 60 M's and said that the, the game was over. Um, and <laughs> he said the only way you ever be worth your contract is if the NBA goes and finally gives you your wish of getting paid in crypto. Check the markets. It's nuts. It's, it's crazy to see four teammates go at it. But Kuzma, you're a champion. Um... Uh, Dinwiddie, you're a solid player, bro. I, I can't even back on you like you're a bum because you get the job done. But do I want to take Dinwiddie over my team over a Kuzma? No, I don't. So guys need to hash it out, cut it out. He's a grown man, bro. He's a grown man. And, yeah, it, it's crazy that you're taking three months and responding to a three-month-old quote, and, and you're saying insecurity is loud, and you're accusing Kuzma of being a bag chaser when you already accomplished what everybody plays basketball for, which is to win a championship. And now that he wants to get paid, there's nothing wrong with you getting paid if you got your job done. Not to say that you should mail it in if you want a chip. But hey, man, I got to get my paper. <laughs> I got to get my paper. All right, man. Um... Real talk. We got to have a conversation. Zion Williamson, Ben Simmons, and Kyrie will be one of the very few reasons, very many reasons, of why guaranteed dollars will be a challenge for the future generations. And I want to isolate Kyrie. Kyrie fulfilled his contractual obligations. Ben Simmons, Bum Sim, I'm sorry, Bum. Ben Simmons um, tried to go this year, and he has a back injury, which I question. Um, not 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 to want to question his physical ability. I think he's fried mentally. I think he needs to see a specialist. Um, but it just seems like you're mailing it in given your history when things don't go your way. Now we turn our <laughs> we turn our attention to one Zion Williamson, the number one overall draft pick, people who perceive him to be a generational talent, which he is when he's available and not on the court. <sighs> Zion comes out and I just went over the playing um, with OKC. He comes out, he warms up, he's dunking, he's doing windmills. Yeah, he doesn't look as explosive as he can be, but you're able-bodied. So you let your team go out there, playoff aspirations on the line, you watch them lose from the sideline, and you're 25 a night guy. You were a guy prior to injury 
in the conversation for MVP. It's a horrible look on you. It's a horrible look on the, the your teammates are out there fighting. I just can't imagine why you wouldn't want to be out there. Even if you're a decoy, get out there. You know what I mean? These are your guys that you're, you go to battle with. These are your guys that you're building camaraderie with. I don't know if it's because of what's going on mentally. I don't know if it's because you no longer want to play in New Orleans. But it seems horrible. And your frustrated teammate, like I just gave him his flowers, a respected veteran, and a C.J. McCollum who comes in, got it done, got the most out of his situation. If you know his story, he started as a super short guard, and then he, you know, he blossomed into a six foot three, um, respected, solid piece. He's a bucket. So C.J. Spoke about availability and you at you, you let me read this quote to y'all and you tell me what it sounds like. CJ McCullum, he goes like this. Availability is important, man. We've got to be available. We've got to do what we need to do off the court in terms of preparation, in terms of getting treatment, in terms of getting the right sleep, in terms of the right type of hydration having the right type of diet. Everything has to matter to us for everybody, 1 through 15. This is the same C.J. McCullum who called out Zion Williamson when he didn't give him a call last year when he got traded to the New Orleans Pelicans. He called you out for your media, and he's doing more of the same. You look terrible, dude. First off, as a fellow big dude, I can tell that you put on weight again and they have you at a weight restriction with your contract and you're always going to start off strong you're always going to be a force in the paint for 20 games a season if you don't change your diet if you don't make a commitment to your body to your teammates to the town to where you're from you will assert your dominance for 25 games the max. You see, Joel Embiid and Joel Embiid is about to get MVP, and he missed the first two seasons of his career. And since then, he's maximized his ability to try to stay on the court. Yeah, he gets hurt. Yeah, he has other things going on, but he plays through it and he tries. The lack of trying will cost future generations millions of guaranteed dollars because the owners are looking at this saying why am i paying this product that will not we don't need we don't need players to be bots we need people to be available and when they are available and cleared um you know as long as you get a second opinion it shouldn't be no doubt for you to go even if i'm at 80 percent for the guys i will be a decoy Pass the ball at 80% Zion Williamson is still better than around 60 to 70% of the league. You got to want it though. You got to be tapped in though. You got to commit. Or you're going to be looking at 25 games a season. And after a while, you're not going to be worth the contract because you're giving out diva tendencies. Now that you don't want to play a game that you're windmilling in a pregame. If I'm your teammate, I'm pissed. If I'm your teammate, I'm looking to drag you out there. 
Why the hell you ain't playing? I'm getting in your face in halftime. Forget halftime. When you win, man, when you come back to the locker room to shower, I'm on you. How dare you? Yeah, you could do it in front of in front of no cameras. You do it with your business. But now you got us out here fighting for our playoff lives. And you're sitting on the bench stating that you're unprepared. That's all it takes. And that's why the New Orleans Pelicans, even though they have the talent with the Zion Williamson, will not win because of the lack of trust that is now inputted into the middle of that locker room due to the best player not committing. So, no, next year I don't want to hear any talks about if the if the Pelicans are healthy. Unless I see a, 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 a crazy change from Zion, I will not entertain that conversation any longer. It's over. And if you come out next season and you play 25 games and you're hurt, they should trade you. Immediately. Immediately. And that's all I got for here today. Appreciate y'all playing. I'm tapping in. Real hoops. Playoff time. We going stupid. Tap in.